and you are listening to In the Pocket. Your host is Flo Edwards, and our guest today is Desiree Lester, former studio director at Indigo Arts and current BAF Black Artist Forum director. Please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Desi. And Desi is really, I don't know, I mean, that's the name that I've all, that people have kind of always called me. Uh, but if you want to find me on like the internet or you want to Google me, it's Desiree Lester. <laughs> and I say that name and I'm just like, oh, is that my name? I struggle with that. You know, colonizers. So there we go. Um, so figuring out how to call myself, and I think that is something, an invitation that I've been invited to lately with two artists. One is Jumatachi Ko, and he invited us last summer when I first met him. He wanted us to say our names multiple times. And he's like, in, in all the ways that you might say your name, and I was like, Desi. Desi? Desi? Desiree? I don't know. <laughs> right? And then, like, so just, like, saying your name, like, calling yourself a name, so... I'm, this is something that I, you know, always struggle with. Like the professional side of me, Desiree Lester. That's how you find me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, thinking about how you want to name yourself, because you don't have to stay with that name. Like you can give yourself a nickname, but usually people are given nicknames. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Did you make um, your own nickname or? Well, hmm, I don't know. As a kid, my cousins really started to call me Des. And then I, my great grandmother, my grandmother had, but yeah, I called her Grammy. And so she had like a nickname for me. And I was like, ah, oh, she called me Desmo or Desmos, which I found very interesting. You know, she'd be like, Desmos. And the way she would say my name, she it was like really interesting. She'd be like, Desri? I'm like, Des, Desri? I'm like, what, what is my name? Like, so many people would say it so differently. Some people would just call me just Desire when they first, like, read my name or something like that. Or, you know, I mean, kids in my class would be like, oh, you're Ray, like your brother. Desiree, you're Des and Ray. Okay, fine, you'll just be Des and you'll be Ray. I was like, wait, I want to be Ray. <laughs> and my brother was like, I'm Nick. <laughs> so it was just like, you know, going through all these different names over different times. But also looking at the different people in my life that would, like, give me the nicknames. Or, uh, and then, like, looking at how those, like, names come to me now. It's just, you know, it's it's a journey. And then how I remind myself of different people in my family at different times, you know. So. That's great. Changes with the name. <laughs> <laughs> but on Instagram, I'm Bodhi Des. Good to know. Yes. Yeah. Thank so. you. Good plug in. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Instagram, Bodhi does, you know, all the things. <laughs> um, so I was looking at your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a studio director, right? So I'll say I'll, I interviewed for, you know, managing director, but I also felt like it didn't really fit me at the time. So I got the chance to, you know, really work with Daniel Marcia and try to come up with a title that was really going to represent what I was doing at the time. So we came up with like studio manager. And then now it's like, oh, well, there's this public engagement element. And now you're moving into these pieces. And it's been one year and it's like flown by. And now I'm in that place of reflection now that I'm in one year at Indigo. And, you know, and, and the request is like, hey, what what is the job title that you want? So, 
you know, moving away, there's so many different hats that I wear. Obviously, there's Marcia, executive director, who's just transitioning out of a huge high-level position and moving into, you know, heartfelt work. And then there's Daniel, who has always been a professional working artist, and he is also living a different part of his dream, which is being in an incubator space where he gets to foster all these different relationships with emerging artists and artists that he's hoping that, you know, he can change that trajectory for them because um, being in Maine is not a limitation. It's an opportunity to connect with people internationally. And we have those connections here and we need to make sure that they're documented and represented well. Also, that's what I'm on the mission yeah. for. I don't know if I can put that all in the job title, but you know, hey, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's where I'm at. All right. <laughs> It makes sense that you have director in your title and it's almost like you're a synthesizer like you're not just curating the art you are wearing many hats oh yes yes many many hats um and i have i mean i have help though a, um, an advisory board a board um, a network of interns that are amazing have the Black Artist Forum, which is amazing. I get to like, I get to dive into these different pools and be like, "Hey, I need help." <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, what you need, girl? We got you." And I'm like, I'm "Like, oh, thank you." Or you know, and it's just, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a sweet way to work. Um, but also, it's like they're not. One thing that I want you to know for sure is that these artists and these people that I'm reaching out to, they're not volunteering their time. You know, we're finding ways to pay them. We have an outpouring of support right now, and it just feels amazing to be able um, to know that, you know, Marcia and Daniel have set up a new business model that, you know, we can pivot in a time of pandemic and still be fly out here, you know, and still getting it done and feeling good about who we are, what we represent, and that we can move through anything with confidence and with style. Awesome. The Black Artist Forum, are you lead that in some way as well um so right now i would say i am stand-in like director like you okay. know i'm just interim i it, i saw that the group had kind of fallen and i was like when i got to indigo indigo i was like we're immediately picking this project back up this is the first project i'm going after this is my baby it's like if it's out here like this oh no i'm coming for it like you know that's how i felt because that's how i met daniel and that's how i black artist forum is how i built my connection with daniel and, you know, I'm from Portland, Maine originally. And I left when I was 18 because I was like, I do not like this city. This city does not like me. And I left with that, you know, very, that mindset as an 18 year old. But now I can look back and say, you know, I was uh, someone who was deeply traumatized by white supremacy, police brutality as a straight A student, you know, captain of the basketball team and then in my spare time harassed by police officers pulling me over asking me where I'm going and what I'm doing in the middle of nowhere when I'm just leaving a basketball game as a high school kid oh no now I can say that as a kid I didn't have that confidence and now I'm back here to definitely let people know that I'm from here this is my city and I represent and I just really you know to just leave this place and just say like I don't belong here or I'm not from here this is stolen land this is native land i belong here more just the same as anyone else yeah and and no one has you know the right to treat me differently yeah and as an 18 year old kid i just i couldn't get there and now i know why i left and why i'm from here because i have 
um, a sacred mission, very special work to do in the city, and I'm happy to do it. Amen. There you go. I don't even go to church, but... Um, <laughs> no, I feel that that is something that is insidious where people will take things like the American flag, for example, or the state that we live in, and try to use it against us. Mm-hmm. And, and we built everything that that flag's about and the state's about like we are everywhere so i'm glad you came back oh yeah i'm, I'm glad to be here right now there's such a special group of, of people here now and you know that feels that i wished were here when i was a kid you know i was like oh where are these people at and i have to go elsewhere to find it and you know actually the year that i left portland that was also the same year that daniel and marcia were just moving to portland I found that out, and I've been away for about 14 years, and they've been living here for just about 14-ish years. And so, you know, just to think about, you know, this time of, like, leaving a place, like, oh, there's nothing here for me, and then, like, leaving and, and knowing that, that something was coming that, that is for me to be connected to, and not at that not at that time. I'm sure if I had stayed and, and I hadn't, you know, gone off to college or, you know, I would have stayed locally, I mean, I would, I would be so different right now so different and there are artists in this community who have stayed who I do appreciate who give me such a sacred and sweet perspective that I wouldn't have and I'm so thankful for them and um, not not just not to I really want to uplift people I'm so thankful I had the opportunity to leave but I'm really thankful for the people who came and stayed as well so you know just always lifting up those artists and that's you know a big reason why I'm able to come back here and be in the position that I'm in and I, I acknowledge that. I think it takes a lot of people to make the world. So having those varied experiences and coming together to work together, because you are working with that network that of people who stayed and people who came as you were leaving. And mm-hmm. so it's good to have that blend. So it's a lot of information from all those different experiences. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's something signature about me. I'll say, like, I, I have a very spider energy. You know, I mean, if you just think of, you know, a spider's web, that's me. Like, I have all these um, connections where, you know, I, I zero degrees of separation as far as I'm concerned. You know, I'm just like, you tell me something and I'm like, okay okay, here's the person you need to talk to. And, you know, <laughs> you know, here's all the connections that you need for that. Oh, go, <laughs> you know, I think that's, that's where I'm at. I try to, I always try to find uh, something in common with the person, whoever I'm engaging, even if I'm in conflict, even if I like them, hate them, whatever the case might be, whatever the feeling is, I'm always looking for the thing that's going to get us, that's going to connect us. That's going to, you know, allow me to you know move to a space where i can you know be productive i can be collaborative and i can really find the meaning in the moment of meeting you because there's something there for me i'm not you know i don't i don't like to just dismiss dismiss why i'm encountering someone in the moment even if you know it's like it doesn't feel like oh this is for me you know what i mean (laughs) i'm I'm still like okay wait is this part of me too like what's what's this you know I think to keep to keep that curiosity, right? and and that's something that you know I, I that I see in spider like energy, you know, casting these webs, holding this this sacred space, but also like you know it's like a little bit of a crack. <laughs> you're like you're like wait, where am I? <laughs> How did I get into this portal? <laughs> or 
whatever the thing is. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get you to try something new, you know. And, and that happened today. Um, you know, up with Indigo, we had a live stream just before this. And um, I'm working with uh, Bar- you know, Valerie Boyd, Shay Youngblood, uh, Valerie Woods, and another gentleman named Craig. And I forgot his last name. It's my first time working with with all of them really but um you know shay and, and valerie and valerie you know i've at least you know i'm familiar with their work wrapped rainbows and you know black girl in paris and, and things like that and so you know um and and they are they are people that i admire that i look up to and um you know they have that wisdom that i don't have and then to say to them okay guys i need you to try this new platform where we're going to stream you live on Facebook and you're all going to be on the panel. And, you know, and, and some people, I have had people who are very resistant to, you know, artists, um, you can't just, you know, you can't just force your will upon them, I'll say, especially when it comes to like getting them to share the process and, you know, how sweet and sacred it is for them to open up and then be like, try this new platform all of a sudden. I know I told you it's going to happen on Zoom and this and at this time, but actually I need you to do this thing. And it's just, it was just seamless. It was so sweet, you know, worked easily. And there, there are new tools out there that allow us, that can allow us to connect um, in a simple, easy, and new way. And, and this, this willingness to like try it out, even though they're like, I'm not all right right now. This, this is this, this new way of operating is killing. Okay, but I'm still, I'll still, I'll still try this. I'll still be there. I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna keep going. And I think this stillness and all this chaos and chaos of connection or trying to connect trying to find that right connection to make this like circle complete or to you know build up something and offer it out there and be like hey you can make it I think you know that's very much what I'm I'm constantly exploring right now and not letting the work and the insight fade away especially when black artists you know it's just scarcely visible especially fine art Um, and you know the the access to that my hope is with the way that things are changing you know and how how we take on new skills uh, and respond to you know the tools that we have and uh, mindful but also in a way where you know we're actually we really feel smart about using them you know they're not smarter than us anymore <laughs> you know like we really not when we're all on board and so and then then it's really exciting about who you can reach no matter where they are yeah and and that's that's just brilliant you know so yeah i'm excited about that yeah we're living in great times even though they're challenging times but what you get out of trying something new or being creative Sounds like it's paying off. It's paying yeah, off. It's so. paying off. It's been a great summer. I mean, we posted four live stream panels. I would have thought more. I feel like there was always something well, and popping. I was like, well, okay. that's because there's so there's like there's there's different layers. So there's like the IGTV elements. Right. There's the live panels, and then we've also had I don't know we've had some 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 more focused workshops for Black Artist Forum. With Valerie Boyd and um, with Nugen as well. What does Nugen do? You said what Valerie already does. She's a writer. Yes. Okay, so Nugen Smith. So he is 
Well, he has um, a production house. It's called Bundle House. I think this is a actually a new kind of um, offering, I'll say. I, I, I can't really, I won't say all the things that he does because, you know, he's a mixed media artist. So he's, he's exploring and reaching out and making those connections with other artists. And it might be a performance. It might be a mixtape. It might be, you know, this new TV that he has, the Bundle House TV series. Right after his um, last, his final panel with Indigo um, Spiritual Sustenance, he released Bundle House, his first Bundle House TV episode. And so, but, and that really spoke to me, okay? After, you know, witnessing the three panels and then seeing him release something, you know, there, that, that piece of work might not have come about if it wasn't for the residency or, or how maybe that conversation changed. I haven't had the time yet to like follow up with him on all these details, but the conversation will continue. I have, I've, I've, there's so many different ways that I want to like engage and interact with each artist actually. But at the same time, I can't be selfish. I've got work to do. So like stay focused, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's not about me. So that's the other thing. There's, there's, there are elements that are really about me and, and I am getting to that space where I do have to claim certain things for myself. Um, but, you know, the work that I'm doing right now is really for Indigo. And these are the sacred um, connections that Daniel and Marcia have made with artists over their career. And I just get this beautiful window seat and I'm just trying to like really, um, yeah, move into that pilot seat and not just have the window seat and say, yes, I'm ready because it's a big job and, and they're just so amazing. It's just so amazing to work with them, to witness them and to learn from them. So the recent project of the mural, speaking of all the projects that happened All the there, projects, yeah. I know. I, I'm it's like, I, I just like talk about them really quick because it's like, there's so many things so many. that I can, <laughs> that I can say or, or share or, you know, so... Um, you're talking about graffiti and how it takes sometimes a while to see the words that might be there. I'm glad to know that there are words there because sometimes I'm like, I think I can read it, but maybe it's not a word. But then I am imagining there might be a word, but the word um, I think I saw was breaks. Okay, and that breaks. But maybe it wasn't there. Breaks. Maybe you just okay. want to talk about graffiti art because that's a cool well, topic. There, this yeah. is, I mean... It, you know, it's a conversation between artists. You have a very particular, you know, I see as fine art, you know, but it's called street art. Um, because the fact that you, you know, you kind of look at it and you're like, I'm so confused, you know, you know uh, oh. thinking about like, what, what I'm are those books? Any type of art sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to think. It's You're, asking you a question. It's so, it like, is. Like, that's what I do as a viewer. I'm trying to answer it. And so I'm like, hmm, mm, what do I, ooh, yes. Yeah, that's how you know. You're getting curious. So, ooh. yes, I, I, take, it's serious art. Let me take this in. It is. It's serious. It's layered and, and varied. And, and so those layers, getting to watch the process of those layers be applied with force or with just like, you know, or, or not, or just like this delicate pressure. Um, or, you know, so it's, it's so sweet. And for me, um, as far as graffiti, or I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down like that. Okay. I, I don't know all the popular, like, you know, language there. Okay? <laughs> but I will say that 
I have always lived near these beautiful murals. I've been blessed in that way where whatever community I've been in, there have been these artists who have come and, and said, hey, this, this needs light. Or, um, you know, in DC, I lived on Earth Day. There was a wall, an alleyway with a wall behind my house that was painted green on Earth Day. And then all the, the artists would come out and, and paint it together. And, and so, but I'm, I'm just going around, like, talking to them, getting to know them, because that's really my role. I'm, I'm really, like, a witness. I, I really witness artists, and then I'm like, ooh, I get really curious, and then, you know, we start to have a conversation, or I might have, have a question. So I've moved from really being friends with artists to witnessing them to really working with professional artists, you know, to make sure all the things get done, need to get done for them to be at that level. And so, um, especially working with street artists, like tattoo artists, graffiti artists, you know, these people out here, you know, making murals and things like that. And that aren't really, and I'll say, you know, street performers, like drummers, you know, um, I have, I have so many shout outs I can give and like names I can drop, but I'm just like, keep trying to keep it focused too, you know, just like, but me moving into this space where, um, I know that I have a college education, you know, I, you know, I can do the code switching, I can, you know, I can go and talk to these artists and then, but they, they eventually get, we eventually get to the point where they're like, who are you really? Like, are you a friend? Are you an op? And I'm like, you know, and then you have to prove that. And then you get to a space where you might be able to collab on something. And so they, uh, in DC that's happened where, you know, going to a piece and seeing a conversation and be like, oh, I can't read that. But then you're with someone who speaks another language and they're like, yalla, habibi. Like, that's what it says. You know, and, and, you, <laughs> and you're like, oh, you know. So there's, so there's so many questions to ask. It's not only, it's like all the different languages because it's not just English that you might be reading. You know, you gotta, you have to even ask yourself that. And so there's, there's just so many layers that you look at there even like um, the sign language because I was in DC so I was living near um, Gallaudet University and I had a roommate who was deaf and the way that he communicated with me and how he could read the graffiti so well and then he would point then I started to notice how some graffiti artists were responding to him by writing out in ASL by showing hands and I was like, oh, you know, you really get to know people, and then you get to know the artists, and then you get to see this conversation start to happen. And Daniel and um, TT and, and Ryan have left room for conversation. It, we don't have, like, this is what it is, and this is what it says. Next Saturday, or, I, I mean, I don't know when this is going to air, so this will, I can tell you, because the people won't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> they won't know. And so it'll be after and it won't really matter. But this Saturday, the 18th, we're going to have a reception from three to seven. And you know, we, we will, there's a poem that is in reference to the mural. And and actually, you know, they just told me recently they were secretive until it was over. They didn't even tell me. I had to try to figure out what it said. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, please tell me because <laughs> I got to start planning the reception <laughs> and it's not all the way done, you know? And, and so they're like, okay, so as you, when you, when you approach it and I'm not saying I have it all figured out or anything, I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to stare longer. I'm so glad that the parking lot is cleared now, you know, um, that there's no more car cars parked there and that people are starting to respect the space. And so, you know, there's 13 different and they're, 
there's three different sizes, but they're main, they, they really look like coffins. And so as, as in represent of the 13 colonies. And then the, the, wor the wording at the bottom says the rope they bear is long. And yes. Yes. So it's kind of a, a lynching reference, I would think. Slavery reference, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Well, and so, but when you get to the reception and you hear the poem, I mean, there's just, there's there's so many layers there. You'll get to hear Damon, you'll get to hear Ryan, you'll get to hear TT, you'll get to hear the conversation that they had. I was not there. They have their own sacred relationship. I just, you know, I got my small windows. <laughs> I'm just, I'm okay. trying to, and I'm trying to document and represent the best way that I can from my sacred point of view. And, and you know, continue that conversation with them. And the conversation will continue. Because at the same time, Daniel's got, you know, artwork about currency going to Green Hut Gallery. He's got a conversation going with Ashley Page, who just graduated from Mecca, and she's a senior, and, and she's trying to figure out how to work in this world with everything just, you know, just graduation, jobs just pulled from under her, you know? She's like, oh, what do I do now? Yeah. You know, and, and she's about to hit the street with her artwork. I can't wait. She'll be in Congress for a park soon. And I... I just witnessing her in the studio and seeing it's called cyanotypes and that's the kind of printmaking that she's working with so she's going out into you know she's going out into her world and she's finding flowers or um, random discarded things or you know she's using them to make prints and I, I won't try to you know explain her work I'll let her you know you you will see it in Congress Square Park and it will it, it's it's just like it makes me think of kind of like mirror mirror on the wall and looking at these different reflections of faces um, that have been taken from us far too soon and tragically that we don't even really know and um, looking at um, you know the brutality over time and space uh, uh, why does Emmett Till and Tamir Rice look exactly the same why do they, if you put their faces side by side. So we're going to start, she's having, she's starting to explore these faces. How many times? How long? How many more times? How long have they been hurt? How many more lifetimes will they be hurt? And um, what is it going to take? You know, what is it, what is it going to take to, to see that cycle and not only see it, but to say, I can do something about it. And I am the plug. I am the solution. I am the answer. And there's nothing selfish or wrong about that. That you, that you are very, that each one of us is very sacred, very important. And for life to be, for, you know, for anyone's sacred soul energy to be taken away from another person in a violent way, you're losing, you're, you're losing, you're losing if you're doing that. You're losing your humanness. And no one can deny that. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. I just think the conversation can go on and on. The images, I can see myself in so many of the faces, you know, that I'm seeing stream on social media without any kind of warning. You know, you just never know what you're going to be plugged into. And it, and it is like seeing yourself. It is yeah. like feeling it happen to you. And you can't take that lightly. You can't take that lightly. We can't, we can't, um, we can't forget to check in, to check in with each other every time you see someone. Just because you know them and you see that person on the regular, you know, you have to really 
you know, look at people and, and say, how are you? And I really want to know what, what, what's, what's happened since the last time I seen you that I should really know about, you know, because things are, um, I just feel like there are so many things happening to our, uh, that are happening that on a regular basis, um, that we're just like, you know, kind of letting roll off, you know, just being like, oh, well, that's just how it is now. You know, oh, that's just COVID-19 now. And this is how, this is how we can treat each other. And, and that's, you know, cause you don't have to see, you don't have to see someone's face. And you think you can just, well, this is the rules. This is how you act instead of saying, oh, I, I see you don't have a mask on, or I see that maybe you're struggling right now. You know, I, I, I don't really feel like I can do anything about it, but I'm, I'm just seeing you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a completely different statement than just walking up to someone and, and telling them what to do. Uh, I, I just, you know, no matter what the case is, if someone's right or wrong, you can still have compassion for them in the moment and everyone can get what they want or need in the situation. And um, some people, you know, I know for me, being in a position that I'm in where I am more visible, you know, that also makes me more vulnerable. And, you know, a big part of me doesn't like to be seen because I... You know, I, I, you know, I struggle with, especially white community members here, white male community members, just walking down the street. If I, I don't even feel comfortable walking by myself down the street, you know, because if there's a group of drunk white boys that just came from a brewery and they're taking up the whole sidewalk, they will look right past me like I'm not even there. I myself have definitely experienced the like, okay. Who's looking for who here on the sidewalk? Like, I, I hate like, it. All it's, the time. It's like, not. It's not okay. <laughs> it's all the time. It's not yeah. okay. You know. I just and that's why I have so a dog. And thank you for listening to In the Pocket. Our guest is Desiree Lester, director of Black Artist Forum, and your host Flo Edwards. You are listening to WMPG ninety point nine, Southern Maine Community Radio.